Hello. Hi, that was everyone. A really funny hello. Let's do that again. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Spirit Ninjas Podcast. Yes, we're so happy you're here. I am one of your co hosts, Holly Emerson. My name is Bart Rigel. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about intention groups. We have both just finished reading an amazing book by Lynn McTaggart called The Power of Eight. And we want to share with you what that book is all about, the scientific research that Lynn did behind the intention groups and what were what the results of those intention groups were. And yeah. I'm sure it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. You definitely want to stay tuned because if you want to make some significant changes, positive changes in your own life, help someone else. So we'll talk all about that after the break. Or after the introduction. After the introduction. <laughs> hey, you just turned into the Spirit Ninja's Spiritual as F*** podcast. The show that aims to inspire, uplift, and questions everything. And now your hosts, Bart Rigel and Holly Emerson. So guys, welcome to episode number nine of Spirit Ninjas podcast. Now we did have it called the Spirit Ninjas Spiritual as Fuck podcast, but we're kind of toying with the idea of just scrapping that spiritual as fuck part and just keeping it Spirit Ninjas. Yeah, the whole reason we called it spiritual as F is because... We wanted to challenge people's thoughts around, you know, having the swear word in along with spirituality. And essentially what we want to talk about is a lot of things that would challenge your beliefs around certain things as well. And so the whole reason behind calling it that was just kind of, you know, you can be spiritual, but you don't have to be um, like stereotyped a certain way. I yeah. Guess, right. Yeah, totally. So let us know what you guys think. If you guys like just the simple Spirit Ninjas podcast, or should we keep it as Spiritual as Fuck podcast? I'm not attached to it in either way, to be honest. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So. We were also thinking maybe it's just easier for people to find it if it was just called Spiritual um, or Spirit Ninjas podcast versus Spiritual spiritual as beep, because you have, you have like the different characters to spell out the F word and Totally complicated. So we thought maybe it would simplify things that way as well. But anyways, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, in the meantime, I guess we should, you know, get on with our topic. Big time, big time. So today we wanted to talk about the power of intention and specifically mm -hmm. the power of group intention. Holly and I have just finished the book. It's called The Power of Eight. And it's a book by Lynn McTaggart, who's one of my favorite authors of all time. And she's talking about how when groups come together and do intentions for one specific common purpose, and we're talking about synchronized. So yeah, so the same intention, same intention, mm -hmm. um, whether that's healing someone, something, uh, whatever, whatever that may be. But it's just basically people coming together, and it's all synchronized in time, not necessarily space, and the effects that that can cause in the external reality. It's a super fascinating topic because, you know, it's it's not uh, something that's been really investigated so much by mainstream media. Uh, however, there's actually a lot of science that backs it up now. Mm -hmm. There's been experiments that have been done around this topic for decades, how group thought can actually influence outcome in our physical reality. Mm -hmm. 
So super, super cool. I'm totally geeking out on this stuff because I'm just like a big dork. You're really into science and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so don't judge. <laughs> but, you know, it was this kind of thing that helped me transition from the idea that this whole spirituality thing is a, basically a bunch of bogus BS to now actually believing a lot of this stuff. Not everything, but there's a lot more that's going on that we don't want to necessarily always accept and mm-hmm. um, believe yeah. to be true really yeah. um and i think a lot of us just accept things without even really thinking about it or considering why we might believe a certain thing or or you know hold certain ideas so close to our our hearts in a way but um this book was really interesting and it's it's um i i like I believe a lot of things when I hear it. I believe that it's possible. And then when I witness it in my own life, that's when I like truly believe it. And so Bart and I have actually experimented with this in our own life, not knowing that we were actually experimenting with this. Well, we knew we were experimenting with this, but we didn't, we just like literally finished reading the book a couple days ago. And um, it only took us a couple days, but we started doing this before we even read the book. And I never really gave too much thought to group intention. But Bart and I actually, um, back in, was it April, February, March, April, somewhere in there. The beginning of the year. Yeah, the beginning of the year. We were here in Spain and we're like, what are we going to do? We really want to help the world. We really want to help people wake up, People help people connect closer with their hearts um, so they can create a life that they truly love and um, feeds their soul. And we just didn't know what that was. And so we decided, okay, let's meditate together because we're huge on meditation, as you probably know by now. And so we said, let's meditate together. And we'll do this every day with the intention of listening to spirit and the universe to hear the answer of what we are supposed to be doing with our lives and how we can bring this and share it with the world. And so we did this every day for a week where we would sit for 10, 15 minutes and we would just meditate together with this one common intention. And literally that week, we came up with the idea of spirit ninjas. Yes. It was so amazing. And we got so excited and so juiced about the idea. We totally forgot to meditate with a common intention together. We still did our own meditations, but we just forgot to, to continue meditating together on how to unfold spirit ninjas. And then, um, we just kind of got a little bit sidetracked a little bit. We played around with some different topics, different ideas. Yeah. All with the same goal, but it's like a different vehicle on how to get to that end result goal. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, fast forward now it's been six or seven months and, you know, Spirit Ninjas has kind of evolved a little bit here and there, and we weren't really sure how we were going to go about going forward, how we're going to monetize this thing. You know, we tried a few different things that didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then finally, this past week, we're like, you know what, we need to start doing these group intentions again, like these common intentions Mm -hmm. um, on like, yeah, because we were reading the book, and then we're like, we should do this. And send the intention to each other. That's right. And then as soon as we did that, literally the same day, we started getting this like creative flow of ideas of all these things that we needed to do. And not only that, 
you know, the business itself has like started to grow so much. Like we're now networking with so many more people. Yeah, this week has just like exploded suddenly with networking. Yes, it, 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 it almost felt like, you know, the, uh, the business was a little bit kind of stale and stagnant. And we weren't really sure what to pursue. Uh, we were just a little bit unsure. But then as soon as we started doing this, all of a sudden, this like rush of creativity and energy started flowing into it again, mm-hmm. where now we're so juiced again on where we want to take this and mm-hmm. ultimately how we, we can bring this to the world and influence people and essentially uplift the world. Yeah. And I think another thing that I personally experienced this week too, was just surrendering because last week I was really trying, trying to understand and trying with my mind to figure everything out and like, what are we going to do, Bart? Maybe we should try this angle or I need to do writing. I need to do this. And my head was really getting in the way. And then on Sunday, I think it was, I was like, no, I think I just like, I just don't even know. And I had, I meditated. And in my meditation, I had this feeling of just like surrendering. And I actually did an Osho card reading as well. And the way the cards were, what I really got was just like stepping out of my own way. And then we started doing this intention piece, this meditation piece with each other. Um, And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is like surrendering to allowing the the flow of the mm. universe to come through you Absolutely, know and huge. and by us doing the intention meditation sending the intention to each other um it really helped just allow that to like allow that surrender for me and i guess i should also say like what our intention was our intention well my intention that i was sending to you was really about um, you know, empowering Bart with the ideas and tools and excitement and drive and motivation and inspiration to come up with, you know, our next step in the business. So we can, we can start monetizing, um, the brand spirit ninjas in a, in a totally new way. And so it's just kind of funny how I was like sending that and then absolutely it made, it allowed me to surrender and yeah definitely Mm -hmm. you know spirit ninjas ultimately it's about helping the world in in its entirety Mm -hmm. you know we want to help as many people as we possibly can but in order to do that we need resources right so we have to monetize this somehow in order that we continue (laughs) doing this because otherwise (laughs) you know you you can't feed many people when you know you're starving yourself For sure. Yeah. So that was, that was ultimately the intention. And I feel there's like this renewed energy, but Mm -hmm. let's back it up a little bit and talk a little bit about the book. Yes. So with the, with the, the power of eight, um, this is a a continuation of her, uh, this is her third book now. And she talks about on all three books, essentially, uh, how, Science is now bridging what spirituality has been saying for a very long time. And these are experiments that are being done in labs across the world. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about university labs, all the conditions are controlled. And, you know, they started small. So they started small doing things like random number generators, where it's a, it's essentially like the digital version of a coin toss. So you toss a coin a million times, you're going to get roughly 50% of the time it's heads, 50% of the time it's going to be tails. Well, then they sit a person in front of this machine and they 
tell them, okay, I want you to make that machine generate more ones than zeros. And sure enough, they're able to skew them in a statistically significant kind of way. So we're talking about um, there's no other way around it because all the other influences have been taken out of the equation. They control them. You know, there's no electrical magnetic you know, interference. They've ruled all that stuff out. So it is, in fact, this intention that's doing it. So they started with, you know, all these little things. Then they went, went on to plants. Seeds. The yeah. Seeds. So they yeah. plant a bunch of seeds and then they send uh, an intention to a particular group of seeds, not the control ones, but just mm-hmm. one specific ones. And they want them to grow more than the other ones. And sure enough, they do. Yeah. Simply by a group of people meditating on this plant. Mm-hmm. Then the experiments got bigger. And all of a sudden, they started um, looking at peace around the world. So they chose, um, they, they did this a, a number of times, but in this one particular case, they chose uh, was somewhere. It in Sri Lanka? It, maybe it was in Sri Lanka, somewhere in really Asia. Um, regardless, th- there's been a war that's been waged there for like 25 years, and both sides haven't been able to make any kind of progress. Well, during that week, it was like peace week in September. It was a number of years ago. They got the most number of people that they could online. So there's like thousands of people meditating at the same time on this one area. And sure enough, uh, what ended up happening was there was major fighting actually during that week of meditation. Mm-hmm. But subsequently after, the deaths that uh, that were like common, that were average, just dropped. And in fact, they both sides ended up signing like a ceasefire and the war was like stopped. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Now, you know, we could say that it was coincidence, of course. Yes. I mean, it, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. But... And Lynn says that in her book because there's so many factors there that you can't control, but it was still very interesting timing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. For an experiment to be proven, you know, 100%, then you have to repeat it the exact same way numerous times, but you can't have the same circumstances. You can't have the same wars. You can't have the same area. You can't have, like, it's just, unfortunately, it, it doesn't quite work that way. However, and this is the most exciting part for me, because when I read this, like there was bells and ringing, <laughs> like it was, holy crap. What they said was that the people that were doing the intending, so the people that were sending this intention, they got as much of the benefit of that intention as the people actually receiving it. Mm -hmm. So they called it, they witnessed what they call a boomerang effect. So when they're sending the intention, and the the key here too is you don't send the intention hoping for the boomerang effect. It's something that everybody went in from a selfless place, from the, um, because they cared from their heart. And when they did that from the selfless place to give, um, ironically, their life shifted, you know, whether it was relationships between loved ones and friends shifted, um, financial change for the better. Yeah, people got um, different careers. Yeah, people healed their own physical ailments, whatever it might be. And Mm -hmm. so that that's really interesting, too. But I've heard that before. 
Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I always heard it before. It was always one of those things because I've been interested in spirituality and energy for, you know, since I was a kid. So of course I heard before, but it was just really interesting that these people who were involved in Lynn McTaggart's um, intention groups actually have documented this. Yeah. You know, thousands of people who uh, she worked with in these, it was documented. It's that's that's the whole exciting yeah. part. You know, we're not just talking about like one-off events here and there. No. You know, when it's a few people here and there, you could chalk it up to coincidence or some crazy thing like, oh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when we're talking about thousands of people that are getting visceral effects, like we're talking about life-changing too. things that happen to them, that synchronistically it's very hard to explain Mm -hmm. that is exciting yeah and that is powerful yeah and so if there's anybody out there who's really sciencey and thinks that this is a bunch of crap i would recommend reading lynn's book the power of eight because she explains everything in there and she she Mm -hmm. shares a lot of the testimonials like a lot of the book is testimonials is breaking down exactly how the experiments went and um how they did their best to ensure to make them as accurate as possible. And so that's what I really liked about her book too. I'm not a super sciencey, like I'll, I'll kind of like take somebody's word for it and be like, Hmm, I think that could totally be possible, but this book totally blows it out of the water. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what I really appreciate about her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, definitely helped me understand that there's an actually uh, another side that you know we don't necessarily understand and now you know it really brings it full circle because a lot of the things that I've studied for so many years have talked about this thing I've mentioned on uh, this podcast a number of times that I've been reading the power or not the power um, but the Course in Miracles which uh, is I mean like the most life transformative book for me ever and it talks about how when two people come together with a single intention that it creates a force that's powerful enough to literally move mountains. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, we're not talking about any kind of woo-woo. It's like, oh, move mountains. You know, we, we hear these, uh, you know, sayings that people say, no, you could actually move mountains with people, like physically change our reality if we actually believed that it was possible mm-hmm. and if we had enough people. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something else that I found really fascinating in that book. It was so in the original in the original version of the Bible, uh, there's a, a number of words mm-hmm. that have been kind of lost in translation over the years. Um, so there's one I think it was like called uh, hophthedum is uh, a word that comes comes up numerous times. And there's another one, uh, one that comes up is uh, Iglesia. So both of these things are essentially um, how Jesus talks about setting up the like a church at the beginning. So Iglesia, for instance, in Spanish, is a church. Mm-hmm. And it was pronounced slightly different. That's right. Yeah. It's like Ecclesia. Ecclesia, but it's very similar. And the translation to that into other languages is Iglesia, which is like Bart said, church. That's right. Yeah. But so the original meaning of it was actually um, a congregation of people. So people coming together with one common purpose. 
And now there's actually some evidence saying that uh, the group of, uh, so the 12 apostles were actually a group of like-minded people that would go together to certain areas to heal people. So they would all, you know, sit together and they would meditate or whatever practice they were doing in order to heal a particular person. So they would all have one common intention to one particular person. And there's, uh, there's stories of Jesus sending them out to different cities uh, around Jerusalem, Galileo, Gal- Galilee, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> and essentially healing people as a group. And that resonated so much with me because it was so, so much of it was lost in translation. And now we have churches in these like big structures. That's not what was originally intended. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. It's maybe, just, it's yeah. just asking the question. Yeah. If it yeah. resonates with you, great. Yeah. If it doesn't, great. But yeah. for me, but it totally like, made sense. There's parallels there, which I don't think you can totally ignore. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth considering. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And especially when you start looking at all the evidence, you know, throughout the ages and all the books that, you know, that have been written about the, this kind of topic. And now we're starting to understand more of, of how it works. Um, that the power of this group intention is so, so powerful. And I love, I love, love, love that fact that when we're being selfless, when we're intending to help someone else, when we want to uplift someone else, that we're in fact uplifting ourselves. Like what an amazing way to change the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing too is just, there's, there's that, but it's also just like the compassion for your fellow man. Yeah. You know, like let's come together and help each other. Why, why won't we do that? Why, like, why haven't we been doing that? Yeah. You know, we need to do more of that. Like, that's what I really loved about this and reading about this. It's just like helping each other mm-hmm. heal so we can all be prosperous in life and live the life that we want and feel great and feel full of joy. And um, I think it's great that, you know, when you do it, there was the results that the intenders intenders, received as well. And I think that's what I liked. It was just like community and coming together and supporting and love, compassion. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting because... You know, we, especially in North America, we have this drive to go out and make something of ourselves. And, you know, the world teaches us, Western society teaches us that, you know, it's a dog eat dog world. Mm -hmm. That you have to go out there and be in competition with your friends and with family and with others. You got to keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. (laughs) There's like this entire uh, thought system that, Mm -hmm. you know, we just accept because that's just the society that we live in. But it turns out that the only thing that that competition does is it just makes it harder. Yeah. And I think ultimately, like if you truly look at it, if you succeed, but no one else succeeds, you didn't really succeed. You know, if you made it to the top of your game, but there's still people who are not at the top of their game, you're not at the top of your game. That's That's kind of how I see it. I'm like, if you lift everybody else up when you're being lifted up, that's when, you know, you can celebrate something. Mm-hmm. That's, that's success. That's what's true. It's when we all rise up together and we all are empowered and, and have amazing lives and healthy and full of joy and love. 
that's when we all succeed. You can't one person can't succeed alone. I think, I think we need to do it together. And I think that's what really resonates so much with the intention groups. Yeah, exactly. And there's, um, there's something else that I, I heard a while ago, it was like, the your income is should really be in direct proportion to the number of people that you help uplift. So if you uplift one person, then your income is going to reflect that. When you help uplift 20 people, it's going to reflect that. When you uplift 10,000, all of a sudden, you know, that's when your income starts increasing significantly. Uh, because through that whole process, you're able to lift up even more people, right? And, and that energy is flowing to you in order to help even more. Because let's be honest, in this world, we do need resources to, to survive. You know, we need money to, to pay the bills, um, for travel, to reach out to new people. Um, so we do need those resources in order to do it for now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another uh, study that was done a while ago about happiness. And they basically found that up until about $70,000 in income, income made a difference to your level of happiness. Because when you're making less than that, uh, they found that, you know, people are struggling with, uh, with debt, with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, just the day-to-day paying the bills, you know, trying to figure out how to feed the family. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally understand that, you know, when you're concerned about where your next meal is coming from, uh, then of course you're going to be concerned about that. It's going to cause you some stress in life. Mm-hmm. But they found that above seventy thousand, it didn't matter if you made seventy-five or two hundred million dollars a year. Your level of happiness was not influenced by income whatsoever. So, you know, there's it was like that this like magic threshold that you know money doesn't bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. I mean, if you're struggling for your next meal, of course, it's going to cause some stress if you don't know how to deal with it. But over and above that, I mean, ultimately, what's important to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Fascinating stuff. It is super fascinating. And so it kind of brings us to our next point and what we are um, going to create with Spirit Ninjas is intention groups. <laughs> yes. So we want to. Um, put together groups to send intentions to people who need healing. And so we want to ask you guys listening and watching if you're on YouTube um, to send us a comment and connect with us and let us know if you are interested in participating in one of our intention groups. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. at this point, by the time you're listening to this, yeah. the intention groups have already been set up and they're likely running uh, because yeah. we're hoping to start running some of the smaller scale ones in this next few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what we'll do, of course, is in the resources section of this podcast, we're going to link all of those things there so you know how to connect and essentially get involved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we're we're thinking of doing is we're going to have subjects and specifically people uh, because these experiments and these intention groups, they actually work the best when we're sending good intentions to specific people Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter who they are it could be people around the world it could be you know people you don't know it it doesn't matter the common most important thing is the fact that we're sending it to another human yeah so we're gonna pick um like we want people to submit uh their requests to receive intentions and then each time we do one of these groups we will pick 
somebody who will be the recipient. And, um, and it's just basically 10 minutes of sending intention. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's not a huge time commitment or anything like that. Um, but we'll, we'll have that all laid out in the resource section here. So there'll be a link and you can click and get more information and find out how you can be involved in, and help the world. Yeah. Super, super exciting stuff. Um, so I think that's it for the time being. Um, I think, right. Anything yeah, else, anything else you want to so. add? No, I don't, I don't think there's anything else. I'm just really excited and I'm looking forward to connecting with everybody who wants to participate. Cause I think it's going to change some lives and that's what this is all about. So definitely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as always, of course, guys, uh, if you like what you hear, if you want to support us, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to the shows, of course. And if you could leave us a five-star rating, that would be, <laughs> of course, appreciated. Yeah. Um, and share this podcast too. Yes. Share with your friends, <laughs> you know, anything that we can do to help spread the word. It, it really helps us. And ultimately it helps you and the people, right? It's like this whole intention group thing, mm-hmm. right? The more people you go out and help, it actually ends up boomeranging back into your life and uplifting yourself as well. So, so you know, yeah, help us out. Help us out. <laughs> Thank you so much. And we appreciate it. And we'll be back another time with another Spirit Ninjas podcast. Love you guys. Love Ciao. you peeps. Ciao. Chat soon. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Spirit Ninja Spiritualist Podcast. Make sure to tune in next time for more deep conversations to uplift, inspire, and blow your mind. Spiritualist.